0: What's up, everybody? Special non-canon file here. I am one of your four co-hosts today, Tanner, and with me, as per usual, I got it's Captain Pat. Colt, Captain Winzel. Wow. Okay, y'all, y'all both did the captain bit. That's that. that was a choice. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh Winzel the accuser. Okay. <sighs> Great. Uh, and today, in the special non-canon file, we are reviewing Captain Marvel. Uh we're literally sitting in my car outside the movie theater. We just finished it. We just finished it. Uh I'm l- full Let, Let's cut the bullshit. What do we th- what did we think of the movie? I liked it a lot. I thought it was really good. Uh
1: Ooh.
0: I enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. Uh I enjoyed it as well. I thought it was I I actually thought it was pretty great. I haven't so I went in completely blind, similar to what I did with, like, Guardians of Black Panther. Like, I don't really know much of the Captain Marvel lore. Uh, and a very pleasantly surprised. Uh, I, th- I think this movie stands alone as... Because, I mean, obviously it's coming out at a weird time. It's coming out between the two big Avenger films. Like, you know, Avengers Endgame is in, like, seven weeks. And, I like, I don't know. It, like, it's a great standalone film in the MCU. Like it, it stands on its own two legs just fine. I actually think like getting into it, I think this movie had some of the best actual acting in an MCU movie.
2: There was one person though that I the acting was so bad for me. Oh who? It was uh spoilers by the way this is gonna have spoilers Oh yeah in.
0: we should we should preface this by reviewing this movie. There's gonna be spoilers there's gonna be post credit discussion. Uh so if you don't want to listen to that go see the movie. Just know it's good, and come back and listen to this.
2: Uh, but the spoiler is uh, it's I can't remember her name. She was uh, the best friend of uh, Monica Rambo. G- yeah, Rambo. You didn't think she was good? Uh, uh-uh. uh I thought she was pretty bad at some parts. Hmm. Like uh, specifically, whenever uh the scroll guy comes out of nowhere. I can't remember what the line was, but she's delivered it so bad.
3: Uh, is it the one where she talked about kicking his ass?
2: It was one before that. Uh, I
0: don't it was remember. very
2: short, but it made me go ooh. See,
0: I I guess I, I guess I didn't really notice that because I thought, like, I mean, I think she was definitely, I think Monica was definitely a weaker character than Carol or Nick. Which, by the way, Samuel L. in this movie. Fucking killed it. I, he used to, he used He's
1: the co-lead in the movie.
0: Yeah, like he, like I thought I was going to be thrown off by the fact they try to make him look fucking however years old. You know Samuel L. Jackson as he would have looked in 1995. I was a little thrown off by that the first time seeing the images in the trailer. But like as the like as soon as the movie starts and we meet Nick Fury, don't notice it at all. Like it like it's completely seamless. I thought seamless. that was
2: him. Just him normally. He somehow reverse age.
0: You know, like it kind of. <laughs> he just sucked it in. Like, yeah, like I you kind of forget that Samuel Jackson's how old Samuel? L? Like, he's gotta, gotta be in, be in his eighties. Yeah, he's in his seventies. Oh. I
1: was gonna say least, like if he's not seventies, probably late sixties. Yeah, so I, the,
0: old, and like he, I mean, past as, like a you know a reasonable young man. Also, shout out. We learned in this movie, Nick Fury is from Huntsville, Alabama. Alabama. Which which probably makes him the most famous person in Alabama. I hope Gucci Mane uh, is Gucci Mane from Alabama. I Think Birmingham, specifically oh. Birmingham. Let's see, Gucci Mane, Nick Fury, Channing Tatum. I can work Courtney with that. Courtney Cox, Cox as that? well. That's it.
1: Well, I, I think the I thing was funny how like when he said I was from Huntsville, Alabama. That there was like a like a like smattering of like members like oh, oh he's from Alabama.
0: But no, we <laughs> no there was audible cheers. Yeah. There was like woo.
3: Yeah, no. As soon as he said um, Huntsville, Alabama, I I nodded over, or I I hit Tanner like,
0: hey. <laughs> yeah. No, there there was like a like a reasonable pop in the theater, which was funny because cons- where we live, we're like two and a half hours from Huntsville, so it's not. I mean, we're kind of close, like, but I guess it was just like, oh, Nick Fury's from Alabama, hell yeah. yeah, yeah we'll uh, so we're not we're not gonna give like a scene by scene breakdown in this movie, especially with In Game coming out and just you know, seven weeks, and I think that will be the movie to really digest into. So, like, we're just going to be giving our general thoughts our positives and our negatives. Uh, I just want to say, best new character, 2019, goes to Goose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Quenzo. <Winsel. laughs> Goose was pretty... Pretty awesome.
3: No, um, again, spoilers, but I had looked on Instagram, and there was this little uh, fun little Marvel fact, and they were talking about how there's a race. I can't remember what the race was called, but there's a race of, like, creatures that look like cats, but in reality, they're, like, these tentacle monsters that are, like, fucking huge. Like, their size is just completely just misleading. And I was like, huh, I wonder if Goose is of one of those things. And, yeah, it turned out he's a little fucking monster that I love with all my heart. Yeah, so Goose they
2: spent half the movie's budget on that cat yep. when it was in the CGI mode.
0: You know, I could believe it. <laughs> uh, I, so I guess we should we should probably mention like the overarching like premise of the movie. I guess where okay, so Captain Marvel. It, it, the beginning of the movie feels really disjointed, which is probably my least favorite part of the movie. Was those first fifteen minutes because they, I mean, again, it gets answered later on but those first 15 minutes are a fucking whirlwind if you have no idea about Captain Marvel lore I'm assuming because well, it was for me anyways because like they just throw you right in it's like what's up I'm verse uh veers? veers excuse okay let me just say it should be pronounced verse
2: it should It should.
0: It's- yeah in the
3: movie um Whenever uh, Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel, when she uh, in her accident, her dog tag gets split in half, and uh, the part that they cover recover is the end of her last name Danvers, so it just says Vers, but they pronounce it Veers. It's really weird.
0: That would be like if my name was Tanier That that that's not how that works. V e r s is Vers. Uh, Those Cree man <laughs> just don't know how to fucking read. But uh, so you get thrown into that immediately. Fast forward, back on planet Earth, starts having a bunch of flashbacks. It's, I don't want to say it's a typical Marvel movie origin story formula, but it kind of is in the fact that it... And I'm not saying that is a bad thing. uh, But they kind of just throw you in. You get a bunch of origin story. And then you're like, well, now we have to put this ragtag team of people together and save the world. And that's kind of what it is. But also... I think the story, like I think the movie itself, had like a lot more heart. Seems like the wrong word, but like it's like actual better acting in this movie, so it felt more like a just a movie than a Marvel movie. If that makes any sense.
3: Yeah. Also, did anybody notice there were like there were um there were weird parts in the movie where like the screen would be like wide. It be it would take up like the whole like the shot would take up the whole screen, and then there were times where like there'd be bars. Where like it would cut, and it would look like uh, little black bars at the bottom of the top and bottom. Did anybody notice that?
2: No.
1: no. I, that's you were closing your eyes.
0: <laughs> you yeah, you were just in mid blink. Oh,
1: well, obviously what happens is is uh, since the Earth dance the movie takes place on Earth in 1995, they're going to uh, replicate what it look, movies were in 1995. So the the the, the screen ratio was different. <laughs> ah,
0: okay, that makes sense. They shot the movie in fucking. The, the, the movie is formatted for 4x3 on a movie theater screen. Um uh yeah. <laughs> great win- Great Winsel, thanks. I'm uh, going to throw this out there. Say it. Uh
2: Captain Marvel is now my favorite Marvel Cinematic Universe uh hero. Oh, uh, really? Why? Because she was fucking awesome. Brie Larson's an amazing job. Yeah, she was the best part. Well, it is a bad movie about fucking. Cap- about Captain, Captain Marvel. It's about Captain Marvel. Yeah, it is about. The cap- she did an amazing job, and I actually, I'm looking forward to more of whatever she's gonna do in the Marvel universe.
3: Yeah, I was when I watched the trailers, I was like, oh man, I'm excited for uh, Captain Marvel, but I don't know something about her acting. I was worried. I was like, oh, that's kind of I don't know. It seemed kind of awkward, especially like her little line, and I, I don't know if anybody point like. They changed it in the movie. She never said it, but uh, in the trailers, uh, she would say, "I'm, uh, I'm not going to fight your war. I'm going to end it." But the way she says in the trailers, I, I mean, I don't know. It sounded, it didn't sound too bad. I was just kind of like, eh, maybe should, they should change that up. And they actually did end up changing that line. They listened to you. I hope not.
0: <laughs> Thanks, Quinzel, for getting that edited out. Uh, I will say, I, like, I like Brie Larson a whole lot. Like, I like her, you know, a ton of her other stuff. So, but. Obviously, this was a really big, different role for Brie Larson. So I, w- I wasn't worried about her acting ability, per se. I was more worried about how she would adjust to it. But, like, at this point, just got that Marvel mo- movie magic and they just make anything good. And Brie Larson was incredible in this movie.
3: Yeah, I'm not worried about Brie Larson, her acting. Her acting's great. She's a wonderful actress, but it's like, I was, like you said, I was worried about how she would adjust. Like, how would, like, how, like, I mean, she doesn't ever play, like, a superhero, especially a badass superhero, which, by the way, like Colt said, like, she is fucking awesome. She wrecks some shit. Like, can we talk about the, I mean, the whole fight scene in space? Like, not only, like, her fight scene on, uh, Marvel's research station, but also her scene where she f- destroyed one of the fucking accuser bombers, that shit was so fucking badass, like, that was so awesome, like, and by the way, that's something else also that was in, that I love about Captain Marvel was that, like, um, it connects the two, like, uh, universes, like, or the whole, like, you know, Guardians space and then the Avengers and all of those here and stuff, it's, like, Earth and then like there's Thor it's like the mystical realm or whatever like this it like it it more connects the um the two worlds of like like all the aliens and shit and what's happening on earth like even though everybody try to keep it fucking quiet on earth with shield and stuff but like it kind of connects those two um two parts of the universe of the Marvel universe cinematic universe
1: Did you see uh, people uh, characters from the from the older like space movies return like 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 uh, we said uh Ronan the accuser he's uh he 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 comes back but he's not uh, in the same form, exactly the same form that you see him in, um, um, what, what I can't believe I'm blanking Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah, no, he the form that he takes
3: in Guardians of the Galaxy is completely different from what it looks like. in here we see a young, fresh Ronan the Accuser, and uh, baby faced Ronan. yeah, and then we see, um, what's his name, Korath, I think, Korath the Pursuer as well. Which one is he? He was the guy that, um, in the very beginning. He talked about how he doesn't laugh. He laughs on the inside. Oh, I knew he was familiar. Yeah, he was in the Guardians of the Galaxy 1, and he gets uh, he gets fucked up in Guardians of the Galaxy.
0: Yeah, he dies. Yeah. Whoa, okay, spoilers. <laughs> R.A.P. We knew we were getting Captain Marvel spoilers, not Guardian spoilers. Yondu uh, dies. Oh, shit. Whoa. Shut up. Uh, my... So, I, I will say, I thought it was interesting. I don't know if all the Marvel movies at this point, but like Wenzel and I noticed in the credit, the post sound production was actually done by Skywalker Studios, which is a. You know, Lucasfilm. But yeah, well, yeah, well, it's this, obviously Lucasfilm owns Skywalker Studios. Um, and I noticed in the space scenes, the, the music, and I don't know if it's just because of like the culture at this point, but like I noticed it sounded like fucking Star Wars. In space, like I did, anybody else feel that, that That's it's just what space sounds like? Does space just sound like Star Wars at this point. Yeah. I mean, they they the, they're kind of the
1: trend centers, uh, and plus, like, I'm sure they wanted to like exercise that little relationship they have. It's like, hey, we're probably never going to see Star Wars and Marvel really collide, so like we'll have this little bitty like flex to the Star Wars universe because we'll have like very familiar sounding tunes. Yeah. With th- you know, it with, with the music. Which which is something I, I wanted to bring up. It's like um it's like how they're able to, to for me, how how it was make the movie seem like a like a, obviously a very modern two thousand nineteen movie, but also feel like a nineties movie. Like just in like in terms of obviously the aesthetics that's what they're wearing, but like just in
0: sort of like how the movie was shot and like the feel of the movie, it feels like it's a movie from the nineties. And and listen, I'm just going to say this right now. Any any movie that uses Waterfalls by TLC is an automatic good ass movie. It's a tried and true watch fucking uh We're the Millers, they use fucking Waterfalls by TLC. Pretty good movie because of that scene. Captain Marvel uses Waterfalls by TLC, guess what? Fucking good movie. Um uh, there's also another another
3: part that I absolutely love is whenever they um They had this, uh, a CD or a disc of audio from the black box of Captain Marvel's crash when she was still on Earth. And, um, they put it in the computer and it's loading and it, like, cuts to each of their faces. And they're like, they're just obviously like, fuck, this is, this is technology back then. It's slow. It's, the computer's really slow. And I love the, um, that one scroll who was, um, who was their scientist was just like, uh, who's just, it was just done.
0: Yeah. My, like, there, like obviously now, like it's a staple with the Mar- after Guardians, like in a post Guardians world, like the Marvel movies are gonna have to be funny. Yeah,
3: like the whole seriousness has just been like, I mean, there still is seriousness, but like you think like with this alien race that like they're they'd be like, oh big bad like, j- I don't know, just the whole moments of like them like sitting down having a conversation. I mean, fuck, even at the end, they're sit they're in Earth like the scrolls who are left alive, they're in Earth clothes and just sitting having dinner. Which is humans, like, it's, you know, it's just, it's just fine, it's normal, I, I just love that,
1: I love that, yeah. I did, I did, I did like the, um, I, I, I guess I never heard the, the character's name, but, like, the lead scroll that's in the movie, how, like, he, like, he's, yeah, I really enjoyed his character.
3: Oh yeah, Talos was great. um who was the guy? Uh, Mendelson, I think is the last name of the actor. He w- he was in uh Star Wars Rogue One. Yeah,
1: I, I knew that who he was. Yeah, right? he um he played the um uh, he played the, the guy d- with the cape. I don't know his name. Yeah,
0: but. he was the lead fucker. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, lead fucker. His name was uh Ben Mendelsohn, the the actor that played uh Talos. But um yeah, I mean I again, I I think I was just really surprised by the actual acting in this movie. Like and with the, like this movie, I know people, you know, or if you're like, oh, you know, the Marvel. some of these Marvel movies shouldn't be funny, blah, 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 which, you know, you know, you have your qualms, whatever uh, this movie, the humor doesn't seem out of place like it feels like it has like that sort of guardians vibe in the way where like somebody quips you know has a quick quip or something and like makes a joke and it doesn't be like well that throws off the whole tone of the movie like it it kind of works it's 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 a, it's a more balanced like drama to
1: like comedy ratio yeah for, for me i think
0: no no i completely agree with you like it's definitely a more balanced ratio in the sense that it's not it, it doesn't feel too try hardy like I think some of the jokes in Infinity War While well, I think Infinity War is a great film and a Marvel <laughs> wink in itself <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> uh, I think that uh, Captain Marvel definitely balances it better than Infinity War and probably balances the comedy to actual drama like at as well to me as Guardians and like Ragnarok like I put it on, those, on that tier which is very high praise because I think those are some of the best Marvel movies period and, I, like, I don't know, I, I guess it just shocked me, because I really didn't expect it to be funny. Like, I, I don't know, like, I, I didn't expect The trailer
2: there... has an old woman getting punched. That's
0: true, but, like, <laughs> like I, I figured that was more shock value than supposed to be comical, maybe, yeah. but, like, I guess I should have expected, again, better, because I, I wasn't blown away by, like, the humor in Infinity War. I wasn't like, oh, fuck me, this movie is hilarious, but, like, there's actually, like, some genuinely, like, laugh out loud moments in Captain Marvel which surprised me.
1: Well, I think the thing a, a lot of the humor was really helped by um Samuel L Jackson cause like we said he he's such a, a phenomenal uh I guess presence in the movie like he he's, he's easily one of my favorite parts.
3: Yeah, no, um whenever Samuel L Jackson finds Goose and just immediately falls in love with him, I would be him in that situation. I I would fall in love with that cat like especially with how friendly it was, which did we already say that he loses a, his eye to that fucking cat?
2: Is yeah, is that canon?
3: Yes, that's
1: canon. Yeah, that's
3: canon.
1: What? What do you mean? Is I it? I mean, canon? like in the
2: actual comics, did his eye get scratched out by a cat?
1: Uh, I, I'm gonna go say no.
3: No, it didn't. But I mean, it's just it's just funny because like it um, I mean, it just doesn't take itself too seriously. I like that.
1: Well, what, what I thought, what I wasn't sure until the end, like I thought they kept teasing, like. Uh, Nick losing his eye. I was like, okay, they're actually gonna like show the origin of he's losing his eye, and I guess they kind of did. I mean, I mean, yeah, they pretty much
3: did because, like, from what we understood, it's like Nick Fury's a super secret badass dude, and then in in this movie we see that he's not. I mean, he's still you know pretty badass, but he's like, I mean, he's just your average dude who's get who gets caught up in this intergalactic war. And um, and it's just there's so much mystery surrounding him, especially with his eye. They're like, oh, how would he lose his eye? How would he lose his eye? And then in the movie, we just see he's messing with a cat and it scratches his eye out. And and then we also see at the end, whenever Phil uh Coulson comes up, he's like, so you lo- you lost your eye. Why, why you didn't surrender the Tesseract over the Cree? Like making it
0: sound so heroic. And Fury's like, yeah. <laughs> he's literally like, I can- I will neither confirm nor deny these th- reports. And like it's. I don't know. Like you, kind of forget that like Samuel L. Jackson is even in these movies because Nick Fury. While Nick Fury does play a part, kind of like not as pivotal. Like it's just like, oh hi, I'm Samuel L. Jackson. I'm here sometimes. <laughs> while in this movie, like you just get reminded of like how fucking good Samuel L. Jackson is and like everything, and like this is no exception. While well, I haven't seen Glass, but in this movie, he. I mean, I like I. I would argue to say like he. He's like. The best character in the movie outside of actually Captain Marvel, which I mean is like you can argue like oh they're the leads, but just because they're the leads don't mean they're the best actors in their own movies. Uh, but yeah, and I love how fucking like important Goose is. Goose swallows the Tesseract. Haven't even mentioned that Goose ate like four fucking yeah. dudes, and also is the reason Nick Fury lost his eye. Like that cat is canonically the most important animal in the Marvel universe. Yeah, like. Yeah.
1: Uh, We're mentioning the Tesseract because um, that's actually the, it's like the, the MacGuffin of the movie, and how it's uh, it's it's how it, it, uh, it's the the point where that's where the uh, the conflict centers around. That's how uh the uh, Captain Marvel gets her power. She gets like radiation from the Tesseract, gives her like her energy beams. Although I will say, like, I'm a little confused about the timeline of the Tesseract now, like how it. Okay, if it's on Earth in the 90s, how does it get to uh, Asgard and the OOs? The cat. Oh, uh, oh, shit. That is actually kind of confusing. Because, like, it's it's, it's on Earth, uh, because I can I, I see how it goes to space because when it gets beamed up to the end of Cap, uh, Captain America, it's in space or whatever, and I guess they found it in space, and it's it's on Earth in the 90s, and then it somehow it, it gets to, uh,. Asgard and No,
3: r- no, you remember uh in Captain America it doesn't get beamed up. They find it. That's right. Yeah, they find it in the ocean whenever Howard Stark goes to look for Captain America. They find that but they can't find Cap. Yeah. So, I don't I guess they they held on to it. It got because by the way, yeah, Marvel uh held on to it because that's how they're they she was trying to figure out a way to um to learn how to create um Light speed, like how to travel at the speed of light, light speed drive or whatever. And um, and which a huge misleading thing about the movie is the uh is the conflict is you're you're thinking ah oh, the scrolls are the bad guys the Kree you know Captain Marvel they're trying to fight them and help and stop them from infiltrating when in reality they're actually trying to uh, find a new home because the Kree uh destroyed their world and are trying to essentially commit genocide against them, and um and Marvel one of the uh Kree who uh is on Earth she's trying to figure this out to um to help get the scrolls to a new world. And that's why Talos is trying to look for Marvel's station, space station, because his family's on that space station. So, but anyway, that's where they find the Tesseract. And I, I don't know. I guess, um, I guess there's so- something had to happen between Goose coughing up the uh, Tesseract and then it getting to Asgard and then it getting back to Earth for Avengers. So, I don't know. I don't know. I wonder how uh, they're gonna fix that.
0: Yeah. Probably not. My, uh, my. Probably. I mean, either it's going to be one of those things where you're just like, yeah, so what? <laughs> well, oh, actually, uh, there's there's just there's two Tesseracts. Uh, what if what if that's the,
3: that's part of the whole like, uh, I don't know, Marvel multiverse, or whatever. But I was thinking, what if they explain that in the uh, the supposedly the Loki uh, Marvel show, where it shows like what happened during uh, Loki's life that he somehow got the I te- I don't know. Okay.
0: I'm thinking it's. It's probably, like, uh, we saw Goose cough up, the t- which, by the way, is a post-credit scene. The, the Goose, very last post-credit yeah, the, scene. Yeah, the second post-credit scene after you sit through the 20 billion names that worked on this fucking food. Fu- I feel film. like the credits
1: were longer for this one, was it? Or maybe that's
0: crazy. I mean, probably, because I imagine which with each and every Marvel movie, they're like, yeah, Captain Marvel's a semi-unknown property. Let's spend $200 million on this movie. I imagine you have to employ quite a... You know, fair number of people also love that the agency that they got goose from in the credits is literally just called animals for Hollywood. Yeah. Like it's some. it sounds like some shady shit. Like they're just like they found like in between an office depot and some shit in like California somewhere. It's like, yeah, this cat's ready for movies. Sure. Yeah. Like-
1: Imagine being like like you're the agent to like a like a like an animal actor like what is what is the
0: uh, the process that was that entail? I don't make
2: sure they don't do drugs. Yeah,
0: you definitely want to keep that cat clean. <laughs> um, so I overall, I I mean, obviously we all like the movie. Yeah. So we should probably talk
3: about the first post-credit scene that was absolutely insane scene. Oh, yeah. yeah, no. Uh, the first post-credit scene literally cuts to. Right after um, Avengers: Infinity War, where the Avengers that are left on Earth—Captain uh, uh, America, Black Widow, Hulk—and uh, did we see War Machine in there? Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle. Yeah, they had—they uh, had Nick Fury's little pager, Captain Marvel's pager. And uh, it stopped, and they're like, they're like, wondering, like, how do we get to come back on? Well, we need to find out. And Black Widow's like, I want to know who's on the other end of that line. Turns around, bam! Captain Marvel's right behind behind her, and she says, Where's Fury? And fuck me, it sent chill down my
0: uh, body. Captain Marvel, there's instant transmission. Like, it's, it's kind of crazy, too, because, like, it, it feels like a scene. That take that is in Endgame, which feels weird. Like most of the other post-credit scenes don't have like, oh, this would fit well in the movie. I'm I'm trying to understand how we know about that scene already. It feels
2: like it's 2015 or somewhere, whenever Endgame's happening.
0: But that's a random. Nineties
2: has a red <laughs> hue on it. Everything nineties had a weird red hue.
0: Okay. He's talking about how like
3: you know like you said like the when it gets to the first uh. Cr- End credit scene. It uh, it like you said, it looks like End Game. That's because End Game's like the 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 color, the tint of the filming is like what a gray or bluish. Yes. And then with Captain Marvel, it's like a red yellow. And, it, like, it, it, I don't know. I guess time does change the tint of everything.
2: Yeah. Also,
0: there's more technology. Well, I mean, obviously that. It just feels like a scene that's that belongs somewhere in Endgame. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I if they
1: film for Endgame, just cut it out and stuck it at the end of Captain Marvel. Yeah, exactly.
0: Like, it, it feels like, I don't know. So, like, is Endgame going to start? And they're just like, man, I'm fucking glad Captain Marvel is here, huh? Well, see, what's
3: interesting now is that it's confirmed that uh, Captain Marvel is, will we'll see her on earth before like we encounter her in space because you know there's a lot of people which i mean she could still end up saving like you know there's a lot of there's like ah captain marvel's gonna go into space and save tony and stuff but it's like no she goes to earth first for that because oh, i mean yeah. she gets there really fucking fast obviously so i'm yeah i'm, I'm curious i, I want to see
0: endgame <laughs> crazy <laughs> hot take i think endgame is going to be kind of good uh it yeah so that that kind of th- I mean obviously fucking awesome post credit scene yeah but like it kind of just threw me off of like huh that feels like a scene in the movie because I I was actually surprised in the mo- there was only two trailers in the actual movie before the movie that- we got a Dumbo trailer and we got a Lion King trailer and it's the old Lion King trailer I don't I, the Dumbo trailer maybe have been new but the Lion King trailer definitely wasn't new like I was expecting a new Avengers. Trailer, but I wonder if the post-credit scene is kind of supposed to be like our Avengers teaser, like, "Hey, this is going to happen in the movie. It's going to take like forty-five seconds. Don't sweat it." But y'all get to see it first.
2: Nah. It also
0: it also took us twenty minutes before we actually the movie actually
3: started.
1: Yeah, it took because
2: it was delayed by fucking twenty minutes, and I was about to go crazy.
1: There's yeah, a, there's some theater uh, sh- stuff happening. Like, but we, we thought it was funny. Like when when they actually started. Playing the playing the movie, they actually started like the preview stuff that they 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 play like twenty to thirty minutes before the actual movie starts.
0: Yeah, it took them uh took them quite a while, but that's fine. They lost the film. It, no, it was so funny because like the movie started at seven p.m. and like it gets to seven and like weird, they haven't even started like the previews before the previews yet. Like the like nope. the, the, the like here's Amazon's latest new show and here's a thousand Diet Coke commercials. Yeah, trivia. And, like, we didn't get any of that. And then it's, like, ten after seven, and then that starts. And then I'm like, are we going to have to sit here and watch all this shit and then watch preview? Because, obviously, I was expecting, like, 20 minutes worth of trailers and then get to Captain Marvel. But then guy comes in and he's like, hey, guys, we're skipping all that shit. We're going straight to the trailers. Hold on tight. And everybody just fucking loses their mind. They're like, yeah. It wasn't like it was out. It was, like, 15 minutes late. But it was, it was just, like, kind of weird because, like, they throw on that. And then it shut off like it was a weird theater experience. I we saw it in IMAX two D, which is just better sound and like a crisper picture, and like pretty. I I mean, full. I mean, full house. There's probably a couple of spare seats open. Like I know the seat by us was open because we smell like shit, but. <laughs> Mostly Wenzel <Winsle>. uh, <laughs> that, that, that's, that's a little no, Theater trick If you I, don't want
1: people Sitting next to you just smell like a dookie bag Let me
0: tell you I smell wonderful I'm gonna go ahead And say that I love uh, Never mind. <laughs> Brag much? Here's the thing Theater trick If you don't want anybody To sit by you Go with a group of four or more And just talk about All sorts of stupid shit Nobody wants to hear about And they won't sit by you Exactly. That's what we did. That's exactly what we did. So, uh, gross nerds. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh, nerds! I'm gonna sit over here. I I did notice there was a guy sitting in front of us, and like it was my goal to get him to laugh. And I noticed right, I made a Rotten Tomatoes comment right before the movie started. uh, About, I was like, I'm gonna leave a bad review on Rotten Tomatoes because I didn't get my Diet Coke ads, and dude fucking lost his (laughs) shit in front of us. (laughs) And I was just like, Yeah, I'm I'm glad if I could make one person laugh, I was really happy about it. Yeah, that dude in front of us, when, as soon as we got in the theater, he
3: asked us, have you guys seen How to Train Your Dragon? And none of us could none of us could answer.
0: He's like, damn. <laughs> yeah, he was like, I'm trying to settle the argument. Have any of you seen How to Train Your Dragon? We were like, oh, no, which I've heard nothing but good things about. I just haven't seen it. Uh, and he goes, shit. And he just turns around and just starts talking to his friend again. I'm like, <laughs> I would love to know the context of asking. <laughs> Keep in mind, at this point, we're literally the only six people in the theater. Yeah. So... I would love to know the context of... I'm going to ask the first strangers I see if they've ever seen How to Train Your Dragon because I need to know this answer now. Uh, I thought that was kind of... I I, I don't know. It just never occurred to me. But I, would, I mean, like, a, a good, well-mannered theater besides uh, post credit scene. The first one, uh, there was a, a lady behind us that started talking. And somebody, I don't know if it was somebody that she was with or a stranger, fucking shut that shit down because <laughs> they noticed... They noticed as, as soon as they were like, oh, fuck, Steve Rogers, shut the fuck up or I'll murder you. Like, it was one of those shushes.
2: I was hoping it's a stranger. I, I want that person to feel pain. Yeah, because,
0: like, you know, we get, like, talk during the credits, whatever, but, like, as soon as it cuts, she's, like, wanted to start a whole conversation, whole conversation, and she immediately just get, like, the death, like, shh. Like, it's, like, the shush you would get from, like, a parent if you were talking in church,
3: yeah, it was a very, it was very embarrassing. It's just like, uh, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Wins. <laughs> Thank you, Winzel for that.
3: I mean, I'm trying to think of like what, like you compare it to, but um, like I mean, it seems like you know you're being shushed as a as a child in
0: school, and it's like there's mostly grown ass people in there. I don't know. I, I I will say one thing about the the movie. So like, I know obviously Guardians goes for like the '80s vibe, whatever, and Captain Marvel goes for the '90s vibe. I feel. Fi- obviously i was born in 95 i connect a lot more with the 90s vibe than i do the 80s vibe i wonder if that's like the same across like marvel's general demographic like i wonder if people that aren't just completely stupid and not self-aware that hate women in leading roles will be like well i really connect with this 90s you know terrain because like i grew up listening to the these songs and i still li- like i mean that's tlc's one fucking incredible i still listen to waterfalls all the fucking time because i'm that person but I, I like i wonder if like this movie will get sort of like i don't want to say a cult following because any movie that makes fucking nine figures it's, it's not just
2: a movie that people like if it's this big?
0: Yeah, it's just like a, gen- a generally well-received movie at that point. Like, I wonder if people are going to connect with it in a similar way people connected with Guardians. That is like, oh, you know, haha, ha had the fucking Walkman and the awesome mixtape volume one and all uh, all these jamming songs. Like, I wonder if people are going to connect with Captain Marvel in that same way. Like, Because there wasn't as big as an emphasis on the music in Captain Marvel as there was in Guardians, but, like, still... It, like it's pretty jarring that like during the big scene they start playing come as you are uh it's it's like huh okay it's that seems like a weird place to put music but i'm I'm digging it so let's yeah. keep going
1: it's the 90s they, they want to remind you but well, like to your point i i did i do really do feel like with with this movie i I really got the sense of like old 90s movie because I because they're like when they're at um Monica's house they, her her giant sprawling mansion and like a on a field, like it, it kind of reminds me of like I don't know Shawshank Redemption just like just something about the feel like something about TLC movies on like a Sunday afternoon. Just like that feels very nineties to me. That's that's, that's a, like a very nineties. No, I get track. what you're saying, but like th- for whatever reason, that feeling really kicked in like during the the whole sequence her at Monica's house, and for whatever reason. And plus, like I said, you, I get I, I got the feeling like this is a very modern movie, but also it gives me nineties feelings. You know, I I was born in the nineteen nineties, but like it, it's it's just it's just a very hard feeling to articulate. It, I feel like it captures something from the nineties in the, in the film.
0: Yeah. Like I a mean a very
1: strong spirit.
0: Yeah, like it it has like this the semblance of the nineties in it. Like you you can feel it feels weird talking about being like we're now in the place where the culture is now nostalgic for the nineties because they showed some fucking fashion from the nineties in this movie. And let me say, holy shit, did people dress like shit in the nineties? Like, I was, I can say this as a child of the nineties. There's baby pictures of me also dressed like shit. Uh, but like, man, I, I don't know if fashion existed before the twenty tens. <laughs> that's that's my hot take. But, uh I, yeah, I, I completely agree with you, Pat, and I completely get what you're saying. Like, it definitely has the spirit. Of the 1990s in this movie, which feels weird because like while there is the music from the 90s, while there is like some very 90s, you know, shit in the movie, they don't like throw in your face like it's 1995, it's 1995, it's 1995. In fact, to even figure out it's 1995, you have to do math. Because, like, you find out that Carol crashed in 1989 and, like, it's been six years. Yeah. So, like, yeah. they never explicitly say, it's 1995. They
2: did have one moment where the daughter's like, mom, you just want to stay at home and watch Fresh Prince of Bel-Air with me.
0: Yeah, that, I mean, that. I, mean, I, I
1: kind of get that. Well, they were a little on the nose at the very beginning when she crashed into Blockbuster and Nick Fury's like, hey, uh, give me the 411 on the late night Dropbox or whatever you said. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, of
0: course, they, they, they lean into it, of course. Yeah. But
1: like it is there.
0: But yeah, I mean exactly. And like Carol asked the cop was like, "Where is the communication center?" And he points to radio shack. It's like, "Oh haha, these yeah. they're out of business." That's funny. Uh <laughs> but I I don't know. Like I like I completely agree. It embodies the 90s spirit, whatever the 90s spirit may be. I felt it in this movie. Uh but yeah. I mean, does anybody have any other thoughts on the movie besides obviously we all very much enjoyed it. What rate it on a scale of one to ten? What would you give it?
2: Oh, you want me to go for oh, it?
0: somebody? Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: I would say eight and a half.
0: Okay. Pat, what about you? Uh, at
3: eight. Wenzel? Um, I would say an eight and a half as well.
0: I think. I think I would go like a very solid eight and a half on this on this movie like i i very much enjoyed it like i i, I think it belongs on like the guard it's probably the tier below the guardians and ragnarok for me but like yeah. st- which is not a knock against the movie at all because i think those are three of the best like i like the fact it pro- like this movie to me stands toe to toe with like black panther and spider-man homecoming and winter soldier which are three very, very good movies in their own right and their own different way, and this movie just feels different than I. I probably say this every time a Marvel movie comes out at, at this point, but it just feels different than the rest of them. Uh, to the point that I, I don't know. I very much enjoyed it. So, three
1: kisses
0: out of three kisses. Whoa, whoa! It
1: brings out all three kisses. That's that's rare for
0: Cole. That is rare, especially when he gave it an A and point eight and five. And half, bro? That wouldn't translate to a hundred percent, but. Thank you, everybody, for listening to our Captain Marvel uh, review. We'll d- definitely be doing one of these for Endgame. There's a couple of other movies coming out this year we're going to be doing these for. Wink, wink,
2: Star Wars. Oh,
0: we do doing Star Wars. <laughs> uh, so definitely let us know how you like these. Let us know if there's a movie you want us to do one of these non-canon file reviews for i mean we go to the movies a good bit we'll we'll do them sure i'm outside your theater and talk about it yeah we'll sit in my car outside of your theater just tell us what you want us to see but uh if you're listening to this podcast thank you yeah be sure to leave us a rating a review a subscription a like a comment all that good stuff on our various podcasts archives feed places soundcloud itunes google podcast spotify overcast we're on pretty much everything if there's something we're not on let us know we'll try to get it there uh you can follow us on twitter at AYCH podcast you can follow us on instagram.com slash AYCH podcast where everybody just does fantastic work over there uh there are instagram team uh you can follow us on twitch.tv slash are you can hear which if you're listening to this uh bef- you know on today friday that march the 8th next week uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we will be streaming, doing some Mario stuff Wednesday, to celebrate Mario well, Day, but except for three days. Uh, Wednesday, March the 13th, we will be playing Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. On Thursday, we will be playing Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. And on Friday, we will be streaming some Super Mario Party. So come join us on our Twitch. That's twitch.tv slash all you can hear. Uh, and yeah, well, it's going to be a fun time. And if you're listening to this on Friday, Monday, we have a new episode of the podcast coming out where we unveil the best anime openings of all time bracket. 64 openings made the bracket, and yeah, we go through the bracket. We do a sort of a reveal show, sort of like Selection Sunday, if you're a, a basketball fan. And I'm a basketball. Yeah, Colts actually just a I'm basketball. A fan of baskets. Ooh, okay. I do love a good weave, like a basket weave, and. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at Tanner one four nine five. You can follow me, Winslow, on
3: Twitter at Windsey Wilkie. You can follow my art, Instagram at World of Wednesday. Thank you for listening.
2: I am Colt, and you can follow me on Twitter at Colt D zero zero uh,
0: Flame On.
1: This is Patrick. Thank you for listening. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at John Lost His Name. You can follow my art on Facebook at John Lost His Name Art.
0: And uh we'll see you
1: guys on Monday.
2: Bye-bye.